There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D-Town Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Makers Mark Burren. This is Don't Tread America. Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. Let's go. everybody doing out there today it is wednesday and i'm your host wednesday no i'm not wednesday i'm don q how's everybody doing out there today i made it back i survived the 50th birthday bash that my wife threw for me so uh you're welcome yeah sorry about the show on monday i didn't get back till late later monday than i wanted to be couldn't do didn't have time didn't just didn't have time sorry but I'm here today, and I will definitely be back on Friday, depending on what happens tomorrow, and I'll get into that in just a little bit. I might even be here tomorrow. We'll have to see how things go with uh, the Trump situation. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I will get to it here in a little bit. But first, I need to talk about something else that's going on. We have a lot of things distracting us from what's really going on, if you guys are unaware of that. <laughs> and uh, for, for those of you guys that are new to the show, I, uh, I stumbled with trying to do some parody songs because the guy who used to be on the show with me, his name is Chris, and uh, we work at the same place, and I would come up with just different stupid songs about whatever, and... Uh, Oh, yeah, you need to write that down. You need to write that song down. You need to do it. And I'll be the first to admit I'm not the best singer or the best rapper or the whatever. So I'm going to play a song. Now, this is something I did way back when. This isn't anything I just came up with today. So, But in the, in the light of things that have come about of recent times, and I'll get into all the stories here in just a second, I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to bring back uh, an oldie but a goodie from D-Tom Records. Here we go with a little 
little little ditty that I came up with. So uh, enjoy. Come on, come on, guys. Good to be so empty without me. Come on, sing along. You know, you know, you know, you know the song. Come on, let's do this. If you guys didn't know, I'm a, I'm a fucking professional rapper, so you're welcome. By the way, uh, all albums are available at the DTOM store. Uh, speaking of which, why guys, why you're listening to this on the podcast, if you haven't turned it off, <laughs> you're listening to this on the podcast app, uh, please follow the show, subscribe, and share this with your friends, guys. And also, while you're on the app, uh, check out the DTOM store where you can buy that album. And you can, uh, no, I don't, I don't have albums. I'm not that popular. No, cool. But, um, Nonetheless, check out the DTOM store. Help me out. Help me fund this show. And uh, while you're on the computer there, check out us on social media at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And on the Twitter X machine at, at uh, DTOM underscore 1775. And if you're not on social media, you can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. From all those situations, you can check out us and the DTOM store. All right. So, COVID's back, right? You didn't know? You didn't know that COVID was back. Um, yeah, this one is called, I, I think I read it was Iris. So they they actually, it's not, it's not this, it's not this Iris. Oh, okay, okay, I'm wrong. It, it's not the Goo Goo Dolls Iris. This one is called the uh, B, uh, here I wrote it down. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's the BS 24-7 variant. That's that's not it either. Hold on. What is it? BA 2.86. The IRIS official data suggests. So COVID infections have doubled in the U.S. in the past month amid the rise of two mutant variants. The BA 2.86 and IRIS official data suggest COVID uh, infections in the U.S. have nearly doubled. They've gone from one to two. No. 
In the past month, amid a rise of two highly mutated virus, officials data suggests the test positivity rate in the U.S., the, uh, the share of swabs, the compact positive, has soared from 1 in 15. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, I'm being a smartass here. So they soared from 1 in 15 in the week ending July 15 to 1 in 8. Oh, my God. So one out of eight people have the fucking cold. Lock it down. Lock it down. Shut everything down. It's, I, I know I'm being a smart ass, guys, but come on. And I'm going to get into all this here as we talk because I can't help but wonder. I'm going to read the official news narrative. Then I'm going to talk about some other things, and we're going to go through all of this bullshit. So it means that test pos- positivity rates is at its highest level in more than a year in several states, including Texas, Arkansas, wait, that's Arkansas, and Louisiana. One in six COVID swabs come back positive in most recent weeks. Because regular Americans no longer test in mass like they were earlier in points of the pandemic, just 40,000 swabs are being tested, or, be, or I'm sorry, being reported to the CDC each week. It has become more difficult to spot new outbreaks early, but metrics indicate infections are rising rapidly. So, Blase, blase, and um, blase. So now I'm looking at a graph. Now you guys can't obviously see this graph. So <laughs> the numbers are, I don't know, 15, 12, or I'm sorry, 10, 12,000, somewhere around there, right? But back in February of earlier of this year, February. Now, and this is this is where we're going to go with this bullshit, Okay. The let me see if I can click on this. I can see it a little bit better. No, I, I cannot equally see it as better. So anyway, so February of twenty three, so six months ago, right? We were over forty thousand positivity rate. Okay. Um, it doesn't. I don't see the exact dates. This graph doesn't really show it. But I, so February fourth. The the uh, positivity was over forty thousand people, okay, um, and it dropped since then, but <laughs> it was at its lowest rate, um, probably around July, okay. And that was the one in one in fifteen. Now we're at one in eight. So my question is this: Looking at this graph, the highest it had ever been positivity rate was about December of 21. The end of the end of 21 beginning of 22, okay? Was at like well over 140,000 per um, positivity rate. Okay? And that was that was kind of the hype, the not the beginning, but that was like the 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 height hot of like oh, covid we're all going to die now in Florida we didn't have to deal with that bullshit, but most of the country was in that situation. And so you, um, I'm sorry, someone's just calling me. I just lost track. But <laughs> my point being is this forget about November 21 or, or January, or whatever. We're talking in February of this year, rates were over 40,000. Okay. Did you hear anything about that? Did you hear anything in February, January? I even go as far back as the beginning of this year. So through Christmas into february hell even last summer numbers were two was three times higher than what it is right now 
Okay? So in February, they were three times higher than they are now. Was there any reports in February? I'm not saying they didn't exist anywhere, but was it mass hysteria? Was it COVID 2020 all over again? No. So in February, we didn't hear shit for the most part about COVID. Now, the, the positivity rates go from 1 in 15 in July, which was probably the lowest it's ever been. <laughs> Mind you, in July, according to this bar graph I'm looking at, was the lowest ever since COVID in, was invented. Okay? And now August, where it is right now, <laughs> I'm trying to find the words of how I want to say this. It's the highest... The rate at what it what it is right now is the lowest it ever had been prior to July, if that makes any sense. So you look at this graph and there's peaks and valleys, okay? So in, I'm going to say the summer of 21 and spring of 22, it was about at this rate that it is now, okay? Which is less than 20,000 uh, positivity rate. One in eight. Okay? My point being is, in February, it was three or four times the amount. You didn't hear shit about it. Right? Why? Why didn't we hear shit about it? Well, because it wasn't necessary to hear shit about it. What would be the reason for them now to make a big deal of it? Well, I think this probably has something to do with it. Because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them, and they know it very strongly. And they're looking at the polls where, not me, but we are up by so much. They can't even believe it. We won twice, and now we've got to win a third time. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them. But they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way. And I think that basically tells you everything you need to know between what's happening to Trump indictment-wise throughout, well, Florida, Georgia, uh, what are the only ones, Washington and uh, Pennsylvania, I guess, whatever. Um, <clears throat> this is the result of that. We've got to be able to stop him from becoming president again for whatever reason. I, I don't know the reason, and um, not to make a self, uh, self-promoting self plug, but I'm going to make a self-promoting plug. Don't forget, this weekend, I'm going to be on with Charlie Robinson on TNT Radio Live. I'll put the link in the show address, so if you guys want to listen to it live on Saturday at 10 o'clock, you can. If, uh, if you're not able to, it will be up on podcast uh, later in the week. But nonetheless, something we're going to go over is is this. And you can't help but wonder if COVID all of a sudden, quote unquote, making a, uh, a rise, making a comeback, when really it's the lowest it's been since it was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like it spiked to 100,000 cases. It just blows my mind. But I think the reason being is because they need to do something about it. They, if they can scare, and they'll, then I don't think like people listening to the show. Obviously, it's not going to affect you. You, you guys are going to be like, fuck that shit, fuck your mask, fuck your lockdowns. 
how many people have already moved out of New York and California and these other places to not because of this, but in general, because of all the other bullshit policies. So here I have something from InfoWars. Okay. Now, InfoWars, we all know, is Alex Jones for for the better part, right? And and I'm tired of, oh my God, it's Alex Jones, lizard, Illuminati, crazy man, blah, blah, blah. I'll say this about that. Alex Jones has been more right about things than he has been wrong. Now, I'm not saying that anything he ever says, he's 100% right on. I'm not saying that. And he might be controlled opposition. I don't know. And maybe that's why he's more right than he is wrong, because he's letting you know the secrets ahead of time to make him look like a crazy guy and make everyone into conspiracy tinfoil hat-wearing people. Regardless of what you think about Alex Jones and whether you think he's crazy or whatever, point being is he's been more right than he has been wrong. And it makes me wonder about what I'm going to read to you. If he is controlled opposition, if he is a man on the inside, then he's basically telling you what's about to happen. Let's look at it like that. Forget about Alex Jones being whoever he is or whatever he is. Things he's told us in the past have come to fruition. Okay, so with what I'm about to read to you, if he is on the inside and he is controlled opposition and he is whatever, cool, whatever. And the fact of the matter is he's telling you what's going to happen, so you might want to write this down and take heed. So MSM, mainstream media, rolls out new COVID fear lockdowns, campaign for lockdowns, booster and mask as 2024 election closes. Okay, so yeah, um. You know, this is a message from Alex Jones. It's estimated that 20 million people have died as a result of toxic mRNA in, uh, injections. Millions are more committed suicide, and millions more were killed by medical treatment denied to them, being sequestered from their families, basically kidnapped and held, had ventila- uh, ventilators <clears throat> stuffed down their lungs. Are they planning to run the whole scenario again on us right now, like some kind of nightmare Groundhog's Day, so we've should I do it in the alley? So we've we've got to rally together. We've got to push past the censors. We've got to call for the justice and the prosecution. A big f- no what was that that was that was good. That was pretty good. Big farm and the kingpins like Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci. So what is it? What does it all mean? So, Alex Jones reported Friday that sources within TSA and Border Patrol claimed that Biden administration was preparing those agencies for new COVID lockdowns, mask boosters, and social distancing in September or October. Within hours, mainstream media networks announced that new COVID variant was alarming health officials and called for a new round of pandemic-era COVID measures. Um... A NBC segment proclaimed Friday that COVID was making a comeback and that new FDA-approved uh, booster shots was in the work. But until then, wear masks. So uh, let me um, let me mute the music here, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to play the little snippet from NBC News. And this is, uh, I think his name's Lester Holt. COVID is making a comeback this summer, so many of us would like to leave it in the past. But cases are once again on the rise. So when will new booster shots roll out? Ann Thompson asked the CDC director. This summer, most Americans left COVID in the past, gathering together once again mask-free. 
But tonight, signs of a COVID resurgence. Across the country, COVID hospitalizations jumped more than 14% in the most recent week, but far lower than pandemic levels. NBC News right. medical contributor Dr. Kavita Patel. What's behind this uptick in COVID that we're seeing? The main driver of this is a variant that's relatively newer to the scene, EG5. It's easier to give and get, so that makes it kind of easier to pass along. It's been almost a year since the last COVID booster came out. CDC Director Dr. Mandy Cohen. The new COVID booster is expected to be approved by the FDA and then we will make recommendations from the CDC probably by the second or third week of September. Will it protect against this new strain? Yes, the booster is- Just like the last one did, guys. seeing circulating now. Critics say the federal government is behind once again. Mm. People knew there was going to be a COVID resurgence. No, what so they meant was this, the today. Fed is why behind all of this. The way we go about doing our, just like we do with our flu shots, right? We make sure that we're looking at the ways in which the virus changed. They look at and evaluate that. The FDA is doing its work. We likely will see this as an annual um, COVID uh, shot, just like the flu shot. Just in time for fall, when we'll also face RSV. Can you take the flu shot, the COVID booster, and the RSV vaccine all at once? So for flu and COVID, yes. RSV, again, is only available for older adults. That's one where I'd say talk to your doctor about what's right for you. So until the new COVID booster comes, get prepared. Stock up on at-home tests. They do cover that new strain. Keep a mask handy in case you're in a crowded place. And most of all, get your shots, COVID, flu, and RSV, all by Halloween to give yourself your best chance of staying healthy. A Lester. reminder that COVID never went away. Didn't. Right. And thank you. So there you go. <clears throat> They're cranking it up. And to the point of this, I was in the gym today, okay? My my wounds are healing. I'm able to get back at the gym. And we, me and Holster were in there. We are getting it done. One brother, two. Oh. And I saw a commercial on the TV from uh, CVS. Five, uh, $5 coupon for, for every uh, shot you get. Huh? They're starting that bullshit again where you're going to have your your mainstream companies, your, your, your uh, national companies. They're going to start offering you stuff. To go get your shot, whether you get in your first, second, third, fourth, tenth, fifth thing, whatever you get in there. They're starting the bullshit again. And like she said, oh, make sure you get it by October. Why? Aren't there shots available now? So if I wanted to go get a shot, I could. Why do I need to wait till then? And they're starting the bullshit once again. And the crazy thing is, is do they honestly think... <laughs> that we forgot? <laughs> Raise your hand if you totally forgot what happened uh, two years ago. I don't see anyone raising her hand, mainly because I'm in the room by myself, but that's beside the point. It's a simple situation of, like like he said, it's a, it's a fucked up groundhog day. You know, you're going to see Bill Murray pop out his groundhogs once again. You know, it's like, <laughs> I swear to God, it's like you, these motherfuckers are so original. Like at least with COVID, when COVID first came around, they used the playbook from 1918 with the Spanish flu. Okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> Two years later, you can't come up with something different. We're going into a voting season where more than likely Trump is gonna is going to win, barring something catastrophe catastrophe like happening to him. What? 
What are they thinking? Do they honestly think? I don't know the exact rates of who's vaccinated, who's had one needle in their arm. Last I remember looking, the number was was relatively low as far as people that had no shots. You know, I think it was around 20, 25% of, the, of this country that never got one shot. I am proud to say, and my wife and my, my daughter and her family, none of us have had one shot. Now, there are other people in my family that have had shots for whatever reason, job, or, you know, they were scared by their doctors or whatever, whatever, whatever. And, I, and as far as I know, they've only had two. I don't know if they've been made to get boosters and shit. I don't know. I don't ask. I don't care. It's their business. Obviously, who the fuck am I? I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. Who the, What the fuck do I know? I mean, besides the fact that I've been more right, <laughs> kind of like Alex Jones, than I've been wrong about this bullshit. But, you know, I'm just crazy Don. What the fuck do I know? Right? You're not a doctor. Okay, whatever. I've got fucking common sense, and I could see the writing on the wall. And <clears throat> now we're getting into a season with, for whatever reason, they don't want Trump. Now, for whatever reason, they didn't want Trump the first time. Okay. Nothing really transpired as him president for the first four years. As much as all the bullshit when Hillary and him were running and it was lock her up and do whatever and da-da-da. As much as that bullshit went around, nothing ever happened. Now, I'll say this about Trump. Gas was lower. Prices were good. Paychecks were good. 401k was good. So... I'm I'm cool with that. If he doesn't lock anybody up, cool. Now, I think the plan seems like he wasn't going to do anything the first four years. It was going to fall more into the second four years, which obviously he didn't get a chance to do because whatever happened with the election happened between mail-in votes and all this bullshit. Well, now you have a situation where all that, oh, it's not, you know, it's not COVID time, so we don't need to do that like we did back in 2020. Oh, wait. Now, COVID's making a resurgence, and the numbers are through the roof, even though they're lower than they ever were during the pandemic. Do you see the bullshit? And the sad thing is, is you're going to have about half of this country, at least half of this country, that are going to be like, oh, oh, oh we got to mask up. Oh, we got to start wearing our gloves at the grocery store and our face masks. Oh, my God. You're going to see it. As fucked up as it's been, probably, now, I live, like I said, I live in Florida. And you occasionally see those people with a mask on. And you might every once in a great while see, still see the person with the rubber gloves, the mask, and the face shield. You might still see that. Now, I'm sure in other states and stuff like that, it's much worse. Places that, that rolled with the whole bullshit for a lot longer than Florida did, you probably still see that. You're going to see an uptick. And whatever you see now, you're going to see it probably doubled within the next week. And probably quadrupled by the end of the month, which, you know, is next week. And we're going to look like the idiots, even though we're the smart people. And it's going to come become a whole feud. It's your fault. It's going to be a dark winter, whatever bullshit <coughs> Biden's going to say. And I know that the people listening to the show... Whether you live in this country or you don't live in this country, you're going to stand tall. Okay? We, we have the power. And we've got, to, we've got to shut these motherfuckers down for sure. And, um, and definitely not let them 
do what they did to us. Fortunately, I live in Florida, and I would assume that if any bullshit rolls down federally, that the governor of this state, who is currently running for president, will say, fuck that shit, especially since he's running for president, right? I'm sure that will be something interesting. Like tonight starts the the debate season, so you'll have the Republican debates, and I'll get to that in here in a minute. So I'll be curious to see if that pops up. But this I also found on, on Twitter. COVID-19 mandates are coming back just in time for the 24 election cycle as early signs are hinting towards what's to come. What's to come up? What impeccable timing. Just days after the TSA whistleblower allegedly reported that mandates will be coming back in October, Lionsgate, a Hollywood studio, announced they were bringing back mask mandates. Employees must wear medical-grade face covering, surgical mask, K95, KN95 or N95, when indoors except when alone in office with the door closed, eating, uh, actively eating, actively drinking, or at their desk or workstation, or if they're the only individual present in a large open workspace, response manager Summer Elroy said. McElroy, sorry. And Morris Browns College also recently announced new mandates. All students and employees must wear face masks. Biden administration is also ramping up their COVID rhetoric. It says, uh, we will be encouraging all Americans to get the boosters in addition to flu shots and respiratory, that's the RSV shots, at White House official announced. So, so this is from the uh, Morris Brown College, okay? It says, uh, reinstated mask mandates due to reports of positive cases among students in the Atlanta University Center over the next 14 days. The following protocols will be in place. 14 days again. 14 days to slow spread. 14 days. So it says, mask wearing. All students and employees must wear face masks. Staff may remove while in their office alone. Uh, physical distancing. Students must maintain physical distance. Large gathering. Institutional guidelines for gathering sizes must be followed. There will be no parties or large student events on campus for the next two weeks. 14 days, guys. 14 days. Isolation and quarantine students must adhere to international, or I'm sorry, institutional policies and CDC guidelines for isolation and quarantine. Contact tracing. Compliance with college-initiated contract efforts is expected. Since the monitoring students and employees are obligated to undergo temporary ch- uh, temperature checks upon campus arrival. Regular hand washing and sanitation. Frequent hand washing. Here we fucking go once again. And not to not to skip past the whole vaccine situation. Because I would assume that this booster that they're talking about coming out in the next month or so is a booster. Which means, now I'm not a doctor, but I did stay at a Ramada Inn. No, did not stay at a Ramada Inn. Sorry. It's a holiday in. <laughs> anyway, uh, I would assume to qualify, quote unquote, qualify for the new booster, you would already have to have a series of shots prior to. It's a booster, not the shot. It's a booster, which means you're going to already have to have your two initial doses of Pfizer or Moderna or whatever, Right. And that's the way I understand how boosters work. You can't have a booster without the initial shots. 
You can't have one shot, then get a booster. You have to have two shots, then you qualify for your boosters. That's what your vaccine cards are for. It shows that you had your one or your two or your three or your four or your 10 or your 15 or your 562 shots. Chances are, if you've had more than five, you're probably dead, so whatever. But, and the reason I say that, I'm not joking. I'm not, ha, 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 dead, ha, ha, you died. That's funny. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that because of this. <laughs> this article is from August 7th of 2023. So it's not made up bullshit, not National Enquirer. It's not five years old. You know, that COVID was around five years ago. But nonetheless, uh, UK government admits 92% of COVID deaths were from triple vaxxed. UK government recently released the official figures of COVID deaths in 2022. The data shows that vaccinated population accounted for a whopping 92% of COVID deaths throughout the entire year of 2022. The figure also shows that 9 in every 10 COVID deaths in England over the past two years had received three or more deadly vaccines. According to reports on the 21st day of February of 2023, the Office for National Statistics, easy for me to say, a government agency quietly published data on deaths by vaccinated vaccination status in England up to uh, the 31st of December. So in 2022, which was the end, if you want to call it a pandemic or whatever the fuck it was, 2022 was the backslide of COVID. Right? Safe to say? Okay, we all agree. So, however many people died in United in uh, United Kingdom, okay, whatever that number is, ninety two percent of those people were triple vaxxed or greater. So I ask you once again, what's the point of the fucking vaccines? Did they die from the vaccine? Did they die? Because the vaccines don't really do anything for you. Even there's a mic there. Even if it's a situation where we say, okay, um, you're old, you you've got underlying health issues, whatever, you need to be vaccinated. Well, is this just a, a catalyst to death? Now, I'll say this also. I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be a doctor. I do what I do because I do what I do. Okay? If, you, if you've gone this long and never got one fucking shot in your arm, chances are you're good. I'll even say this as much as that. If you've had COVID, which I have had COVID. I got COVID. I got whatever it was that I got. And I'll say it, was, it wasn't necessarily a cold because I didn't actually get sick. The only reason I've told this story before that I knew something was wrong as I was coming home from work. My wife was off that day. And uh, I get done work relatively early, so it was probably like around 10 o'clock or so. And uh, I walk in the door, and um, I hear a noise. And I'm like, why are you running water? She's like, what are you talking about running water? I'm cooking bacon. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> She's like, what? I don't smell no bacon. And, of course, that being one of the side effects, automatically just... Okay, I guess I got COVID. Took a test, got COVID. Wish I had never taken the test, but with work and all the bullshit that was going on at that time, because it was early in the COVID craze, um, I had to take a test in order to 
be out of work, which I kind of kicked myself in the ass. I, like I said, I wasn't really sick. I wish I had never said anything, in all honesty. But at the time, you know, we speculated a lot of things, and I said a lot of things. But in the back of my head, I was still skeptical that what if I'm positive with this, and I go to work, and I'm around someone elderly that are weakened immune system or whatever, and then they end up dying, and then I'm going to feel responsible, whatever, whatever. Point being is this. I made it through fine. My wife got it. My kids got it. Everyone got it. We all survived, which probably strengthened our immune system. But in the meantime, and I don't even know, as much as we've talked about the shots and stuff, this was a way for depopulation and Bill Gates and all this bullshit, not dismissing that. I don't know that this go around with COVID is necessarily anything about that per se, as much as it is to scare people, number one. Lock everybody down, number two, and steal the election, number three. And I just, I, I, I don't know what to do anymore. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm joking. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say they can go fuck themselves. And um, I'm going to do me. I encourage you to do you. If you feel like all of a sudden you never got a shot and you need to have a shot, then go get a fucking shot. You do you. I say patriots of this country and other countries and you want to rise up against tyranny, if the bullshit hits, you tell them to go fuck themselves and fuck their mandates. All right. So tonight is the Republican debate on Fox. And we know Trump says he will not be there. But instead, Donald Trump plans the sabotage of first Republican debate by releasing Tucker Carlson interview at 9 p.m. So, what's interesting is we know that the debates are on Fox. I Last I looked, I didn't really see who qualified or didn't qualify for the um, debates. I really don't give a shit because I'll be asleep, so whatever. And the Tucker interview, I'm assuming, isn't going to be on TV anywhere. So, it's going to probably be on, I'm assuming it'll be on Twitter and probably True, uh, True Social. So, we know that since Tucker has been fired from... Um, Fox, that he does this uh, Tucker on Twitter thing, which I really haven't watched a whole lot because it's hard for me to just sit there with my phone in my hand and listen to videos without falling asleep. But nonetheless, um, he's been getting a shit ton of views doing these doing these uh, interview shows where he's interviewed quite a few people. Um, it will be interesting to see how many views he gets at that particular time. I mean, the difference bet between... This and that is, if you want to hear what Trump's got to say on on Tucker, it's going to be there. You don't have to watch it at 9 and never see it again. So you can still watch the debates. You could watch the debates while watching Tucker, but whatever. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how many people watch the debates, number one, and what those people talk about and versus what Trump and Tucker talk about. Now... The debates will not bring me back on the air tomorrow. They will not say, oh, oh shit, DeSantis said this, and Christie said that, and Vivek said that, I, whatever. They're going to say what they say. I'll catch the highlights. That won't bring me on the air tomorrow, barring something ha major league happening at the debates, which I can't imagine other than fighting over each other. Anything major is going to happen, and even Trump being on Tucker 
whatever. We can talk about that on Friday. The only thing that's going to bring me back on the air tomorrow is Trump's pending uh, arrest or arraignment or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> you know, speaking, like I said, speaking of Trump, tomorrow is Thursday, which is when he is supposed to turn himself over to the officials in uh, Fulton County, Georgia. So, you know, I'm wondering, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, how would this go? Will he go to jail? Or will he post bail? Will he, as Dan Bongino, if you listen to his show, he suggested to not post bail and cause them to empty the jail of all those prisoners for the prisoner uh, president's safety? You know, so tomorrow will be interesting. I think tomorrow at 1230 is when all this is supposed to take place, or it has to be by 1230 at least. Um, so that will be something to see. Now, if there's nothing much ado about nothing, I will talk about it on Friday along with the debate and whatever else. But it is something uh, out of curiosity. I'm sure there'll be some ribs on the, on the, uh, debates tonight about that well he couldn't be here because he's getting ready to go to jail or some bullshit like that and it should piss you off and, and even these republicans running for president should piss them off like you can hate trump all you want i don't really give a shit why he's being arrested and why all this bullshit is going on is just that it's bullshit and much like he said they're coming after us just as much as they're coming after him just know that so, a couple of more things that I found <laughs> that these things will really piss you off. If they don't piss you off, then I don't think you're human. Okay. So, we talked about the, uh, the situation in Maui, right? The, the people, the houses, the people still missing. I think 800 and something people still missing. Most of those are children. Um, I did think of another conspiracy theory on that. Story for another day. We'll crawl, cross that bridge later. But we talked about the money. Right, I talked about how Biden promised seven hundred dollars per household, right, and we came up to be like two point four or whatever million dollars, and I'm all ranting and raving. He's given a hundred billion to fucking Ukraine, but he can't give money to his to American citizens, right? Well, this is the part that's going to piss you off. If that already doesn't piss you off, this is going to get you right here. So, FEMA officials <laughs> is splashing taxpayer cash. On a $1,000 a night Maui hotel. That's right. So you have FEMA officials in Maui because of all the stuff going on in Maui, right? So, um, bungling U.S. government bureaucrats dispatched to Maui disaster zone are shacked up in a $1,000 a night luxury hotels on the Hawaiian Island. Officials from the FEMA, from FEMA, have been slammed by locals over their slow response to the devastating wildfires that have claimed at least 114 lives and left thousands of people homeless after their houses were scorched to the ground. But that has not stopped the under-the-fire agency from splashing taxpayers' cash to put up more than $1,000 of, of its personnel in, four, in a four-bank-breaking re, uh, resorts in Wailea after the deadliest wildfire in U.S. for more than a century that caused an estimated $5 billion in damage. And I talked about that, too. $5 billion. We know that the house is destroyed, the car is destroyed, the stuff destroyed, everything destroyed is going to cost $5 billion. In the meantime, we give $100 fucking billion to a goddamn fucking foreign country that we give two fucking shits about. I don't give two fucking shits about Ukraine. I'm sorry. 
Sorry for the people who live in Ukraine. It's not my problem. Can we get $5 billion of that back so we can fix the f- fucking shit in Hawaii and help the people in Hawaii? Can we get some of that money back? What about the bank error in their favor? What was that, $6.2 billion? Can we get that back? That'll help us out. No? We can't? Okay, fuck them. So, I told you, if it's not pissing you off, guys, it should. Not only would, would we be able to fix the problem. I mean, we're not going to be able to build the houses and whatever that quick, but we can fix the fucking problem instead of taxing our own people that this happened to by making them take out low-interest loans through FEMA, through the National Disasters Act, that they're going to have to pay back, mind you. We could give them the money to fix the situation. We, we have the money, don't we? Do we not have the money? We've given all this money to fucking Ukraine. We have to have the fucking money. Say, I'm sorry, Zelensky. We're going to need to keep $5 billion off of that because we got to fix, we got to clean up our own fucking backyard. Sorry about your luck. If you're not as, in, as ra- enraged as I am, whether you live in this country or not, you should be. You can tell I'm a little pissed, right? All right. And let's not forget with all the other bullshit that's going on between the Hawaiian fires, whether it was, uh, I'm not saying it was fake, but whether it was uh, government involvement, uh, pure accident, whatever. We did the conspiracy show. Go back and listen to it if you so choose to, if you haven't. Um, on top of that, on top of Trump, on top of debates, on top of COVID now coming, making, making a comeback, you know, we have totally forgotten. (laughs) What about Hunter Biden? What's up with the Hunter Biden situation? We've been totally distracted. And I told you, pay attention to what you're not paying attention to, because when everyone focuses on one subject, there's going to be something else going on. Well, did you know that before investigating Hunter Biden, the prosecutor, David Weiss, worked with Brother Bo Biden? Right, so before I read this story, how is that not a conflict of interest? How is that not? This guy, number one, I don't give a shit. Oh, he was appointed by Trump. Cool, I don't care. I don't care who the fuck, I don't care if Santa Claus put this guy in, in the position. The fact of the matter is this. He should have never been investigating Hunter from the from the get-go. When he, as he was the Delaware, uh, Delaware's U.S. attorney, he should have recru- recused himself from anything to do with Hunter Biden. Period. And then when uh, fucking Merrick Garland makes him the special counsel in the situation, he definitely should got it. Because this is the guy that couldn't convict him, offered him the sweetheart deal. They got shit on by the judge. Now he's in charge federally of the situation. So when Delaware's acting U.S. attorney, David Weiss, celebrated the settlement of the fraud case in 2010, he was joined by a key partner in the case, Bo Biden, the state's attorney general. So at the time... In 2010, he was acting U.S. attorney in Delaware. Bo Biden was the state's attorney general. Weiss worked with Joe Biden's eldest son to hash out prosecution strategies 
and uh, says, we will continue to aggressively pursue all types of fraud in order to protect the public. Why said in a public uh, part of his statement with Bo Biden on a fraud case today, that little known history highlight with deep challenges Weiss faces as he pursues a newly char- recharged investigation to Bo's brother Hunter. Now, where did I get this story from? Is this from National Enquirer? No. Is this from The Onion? No. Is this from Babylon Bee? No. Is this Fox News? No. No. It's uh, the Washington Post. So, you have an attorney general who is now your special prosecutor who has already offered him a sweetheart deal that got denied. Now, he's in charge federally of the situation. Worked with his brother. Tell me that the shit is not fucked up. And I'll, I got a bridge to say. Guys, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I really don't. We've got to quit putting up with this. And I and I mean it. <laughs> it's it's going to come hot and heavy. The next couple of months is going to be hot and heavy. I hope you guys are ready because it's coming. Okay? And uh, with that being said, guys, that's all I got for you today. So, guys, don't forget, please, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please make sure you're following the show. You uh, subscribe, whatever it is. It's free. I'm not going to charge you for any bullshit. I just bring you the truth. I bring you everything you need to know for free. What you can do by helping me out is uh, scroll past uh, down a little bit on the uh, on the app there. Check it out. Detom Store. There's stuff. I'm going to do a new t-shirt this weekend. It'll be up there. But check out the the, uh, the website, guys. Follow us on social media at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And we're also on the Twitter machine at Detom underscore 1775. If you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. From all those situations, you can message the show. You can get in contact with me. If you follow us on the website, you will get spammed to death with a bunch of naked pic. No, I'm not doing that. You won't get shit because I don't post shit. <laughs> but you can email the show. You can go to the DTOMS or you can listen to the show. And I do have some videos when I was still doing YouTube there if you so choose want to see my beautiful face you can do that um other than that i think i think that's all i got for you guys today and i will definitely be back friday but if you're following the show and you see me pop up on thursday give it a listen it probably won't be a long show it'll just be whatever happened with trump if anything major happened so with that being said guys You have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday, and you have a great Thursday, and I'll talk to you again at least by Friday, if not earlier. Uh, See you.